All right, welcome back to a midweek. It's Thursday, so we're over hump day. Midweek live recording of the Adventure Paradox podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host. My name is Kat Caldwell Myers. If you listened to my Sun Valley episode, which went live streaming on social media on Monday, you may have wondered why it did not upload to the podcast itself. Um, there was a little hitch in the giddy up and, you know, I shared a dream about having and finding and feeling the energy of something I was very excited about. And I'm not going to actually tell you what that thing is because the topic of that podcast was TMI. The topic of this podcast is counting your chicks before they hatch (laughs) and getting back on the pony. So I feel like when you go into doing your own internal work, when you make a commitment to do something big, and let's just say things that are really big for most of us include very large financial purchases. This could be a vehicle, which is considered the second largest purchase for most Americans, or perhaps a house or something like that. Could be a horse if you're a horse person. But when you make the commitment and you ask not only of the universe, but of yourself to show up and be available and ready to do something, all your gremlins are going to show up. All of those things that hold you back in your head, in your heart, and frankly, in the real world. So one of my favorite reasons to work with horses and animals is that they reconnect us to reality. I have my dog Lucky here sleeping next to me, and he's showing me that the way I'm talking, what I'm doing right now, my energy is essentially calm, even though I might be a little bit excited. If I start getting really amped up, you will see that Lucky will wake up. Our animals are direct mirrors of our vibration, and they can help us clean and clear our energy. I had this epiphany last night about cats and dogs. We can carry them, even really large ones. Uh, A very large man and a very large tiger, you know, they might be weighted equally, right? But horses, as a general rule, and yes, we have miniature horses and ponies and all of that, but as a general rule, stay with me, They are too big for us to carry them, right? They carry us and it's so humbling. And when you work with nature and you work with animals, you very quickly understand that you're not really in charge. You may be their caretaker, but they are operating on a larger, greater seasonal scale than the rest of us. We humans have often lost touch, lost sight of that because we're so tapped into our technology, into our phones, into what we're thinking, what we're seeing, what we're feeling without actually tapping into the environment, the animals around us. The animals show us what's happening in the seasons, in the environment. So today was the first cold day here in Teton Valley. Not the first, but moving towards winter. You can feel the bite in the air. It's a beautiful fall day. We just passed fall equinox and our animals are feeling a different kind of energy. I recognized a lot of what might be going on with our dog is that he has been mirroring 
what was going on with us. Our stress level in anticipation of maybe doing something really big, (laughs) we'll leave that to TMI, but as humans, we can count chicks before they hatch. Animals don't really do that. It's very interesting to watch what they do with their young, how they raise their young, how they respond, how they grieve when, say, a chick does not hatch. How do we do that? Are we in touch? Are we in tune? Or do we just say, get up and keep going? So the two metaphors I really want to talk about today, the first one is counting your chicks before they hatch and some of the wisdom that comes from not sharing too much information because you don't know how things will go, right? The second part is getting back on the pony. So when you fall off, when you face disappointment and whatever you put out there, the higher the excitement and energy, the farther the fall. (laughs) Think about riding that very high horse or tall horse, right? You have a longer way to go down potentially. So I feel like it's really important to acknowledge the strength it takes to get back on the pony, even and especially if you're not feeling it. Now that said, I have had a few times in my life where not only was I not feeling it, I was actually seriously injured and it did not make sense to get back on the pony. To thine own self be true. You need to know exactly where you are in the same way that the animals know exactly where they are without trying to pretend that you're somewhere other than where you are. So what we experienced this week was the highest of highs and then the lowest of lows and the commitment to wake up, embrace another beautiful sunny day, recommit to our mission, to our purpose, to our plan, to our belief, our faith, and trust in the universe that if something doesn't work out, there may be something better somewhere else that we're meant to be, something else that we're meant to do. This is a practice. And if you look at animals, they practice this all the time, right? Trying to get out the gate. Oop, didn't work, right? We as humans domesticate and train them to work with our values, but very rarely do we reassess and consider what our values are? One of my favorite interviews, which is coming very soon, and if you're listening, I know you've been waiting for it, and I love you so much, and I can't wait to get it out there, is from an incredible horse whisperer that I got to spend some time with in Colorado this summer. And he and I talked a lot about horse time, animal time. The animals are completely in tune with the seasons. They're not in tune with, okay, we're going to do this for an hour at eight o'clock tomorrow. That's not how it works. We're going to do this, whatever it is, at this time when the sun is in this place and the wind is blowing in this way and the moon has shown up. Let's talk about the moon right now. This weekend, we have the harvest moon. I live here in Idaho. And when you sign contracts in Idaho, you are often acknowledging what is called the right to farm. Why is the harvest moon called the harvest moon? Because it provides light at a time when it's about to get a lot darker and the days are going to get a lot colder and farmers would use that extra light from this moon to harvest because it's the end of that season with the crops. You work very long days. Ever heard the expression, make hay while the sun is shining? Oh my gosh, I just have them coming out of me today, don't I? (laughs) 
That's what that's all about. What a beautiful space to live and remember how we are so rooted in this planet, in this earth, in this time. Come what may, regardless of everything else, okay? (sighs) That was quite a download. I think it's time for a little meditation. Would you like to meditate with me? I have already lit a candle. If you're here in my social media space, you saw that. I have already pulled a spirit card, which has reminded me to affirm, and I would like you to affirm with me. I am a light worker, and I am ready to help others. Just for a moment, breathe with me and consider that affirmation. Consider what meaning it brings up to you to be a light worker. What does that mean? Are you working towards the light? Are you working for the light? Are you working with the light? Are you working under the light? Are you working over the light? Wherever you are in your work with the light, I invite you to breathe into it. Maybe see with me in your mind's eye the light, the perfection, the baby chick in the egg that you have counted. See the possibility in wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whenever you will do it. The possibility in that light, that chick, that egg. How you're counting on it, you're trusting it, you're doing your best to care for it. It's all part of the journey, the life cycle. And you show up to do your part as a light worker. Now I want you to consider the second part of this statement. Take a big breath with me. I am ready to help others. If you've read my book, The Adventure Paradox, you know there are many questions and considerations about being ready. Doing the work to respond to whatever happens prayerfully with faith and trust. And when it comes to helping others, just remembering we can't give away what we haven't got. We must take care of ourselves first. So take a big breath into that. Put your hand on your heart. And just check in with you. Where are you in that life cycle of getting back on the horse? Are you on the horse? Are you riding through a chapter, a scene, a scenario? 
Perhaps it's a funeral. All the many questions and planning and events and people and feelings. And it does have a beginning, a middle, and an end. But it will also be something that forever rests in your memory, just like a ride. Are you in shock? Did something just not go your way? Have you fallen off and you're in the dirt, wind knocked out of you, looking for solutions, seeking, calling? Considering your options and just trying to figure out where your feet are. Let your feet go up and down for a minute. Feel where they are. Breathe into that. Feel one hand on your knee and one hand on your heart. Obviously, if you're driving a car or you're doing something, cooking, whatever you're doing as you listen to this, just check in with your left hand and your right hand. What are they up to? How do you count on them like chicks hatching? And now I want you to put both hands up to the universe to receive the wisdom of being a light worker of being ready, of helping others. Thank yourself for the privilege of being alive, for these opportunities, these moments. Thank yourself for the horse itself, for the big vision, for the chicks, for the eggs, for the hatching ceremony for whatever you've signed off, whatever the next big thing is for you. And now just raise your arms up overhead and bring them down. And just take a bow to the universe. Thank this moment in time, this harvest moon which is coming in for us with so much energy and promise. Ask the universe to support you to use it wisely. I'm going to throw in a namaste there, everybody. May the good or the light in me go out and honor the light in you. Thank you so much again for joining me. I had my eyes closed in that meditation, but on social media, I see you. I see you, friends. Thank you for joining me. <sighs> you know, when people say to me, I don't have time to meditate, or I don't have time to work with my horse, or I don't have time to walk my dog, I always challenge them. Maybe you don't have time not to. Could just be five minutes. Take the time. Time takes time. Don't count your chicks before they hatch. <laughs> and if you fall off, get back on the pony and take the time it takes. You honor you in this season, in this moment. I'm going to sign off. 
I've already shared this uh, at the beginning live on social media, but for those who are listening to this on the podcast, I will be in Los Angeles October 8th. And if you can't make it to Los Angeles and you'd like to participate virtually, I think we have 70,000 people streaming in. I will send you the link. You can buy tickets um, and I'll put all of that in the show notes. So thank you so much. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Enjoy the harvest moon and uh, yeah, take the time it takes. Honor your own light. Have a beautiful day. Thanks so much for joining me today. (sighs) Ah, breathe into it, whatever it is.